Hey everybody, it's Travis. Just a few quick announcements before we jump into the show. First, this is actually the finale of our Call of Cthulhu season. Sorry we didn't give you more heads up on how long the season would be. Sometimes it just shakes out where we're not sure exactly how many more sessions it's going to be. But this is the finale. So that means that next week is going to be our after show where we talk about the things we didn't expect and what what things were randomly rolled on Lee's side. We sort of pull the curtain back on that element. As always, there's going to be no break between seasons, so don't worry. You know, after that after show, it's just going to be one week, and then we release a new episode, just like always. There's no break between the seasons, so you don't have to worry about that. I won't go into detail about what exactly we're going to be doing next, because that's what the after show is for. We're going to be announcing all of that there, but just know that you don't have to worry just because this is the end of the season doesn't mean that uh, you won't get VRE the next few weeks and every week in perpetuity. Second announcement is that a few of us, namely myself, Lee, and Logan, are going to be at PodCon December 9th and 10th. Not in any official capacity. We're not like doing a panel or anything. We're just going there as attendees. But if you are going to be there anyway and just want to hang out, say hi, uh, tweet at us, either the show or any of our personal handles, um, at VREcast or any of our personal handles, and and you can try to track us down. You can say hi. Um, we'd love to talk to y'all. Anyway, without further ado, I hope you like the finale. We're all very proud of it. All right, see ya. No one is destined for greatness, especially not these folks. These are their stories. Welcome to Very Random Encounters, a show where we play pen and paper RPGs in which we've randomly determined as many things as possible, including villains, names, places, and other eldritch things. It all comes together to be a very random encounter. I'm Lee. I'm Logan. I'm Travis. And I'm Greg, because apparently we're saying our names weird. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes we do that. (laughs) It's just a thing we do, gosh. So, Greg, sometimes we like to have fun, and we don't need you ruining it for There'll us. There'll be no fun here. Can I, um, can I have a flashback scene to the boat? Yeah. It's Ada and Agnes in the timeline. This is like after, uh, you know, in, it's in that gap of time we kind of skipped during that yeah. like training period. Yeah, actually, I think even better, it's them sparring when, when she was teaching me how to, how to fight. Mm-hmm. And I think she get you know, like, she's a much better fighter than I am. And I think I... I'm sort of winded and I, I'm taking a break and I, I put my boxing gloves down and I say, hey, uh, hon, you that day that 
that day after the, the day that I went down and I saw the fish before I went you were really excited that we were going to get that one of us was going to get to to see it how, how how do you live without fear like that oh honey well i don't I don't think it's about not being afraid. I think it's about doing something even though you are afraid. I'm afraid of a lot of things. I'm afraid yeah, of this too. conversation. <laughs> I mean, I am now. I wasn't before, but I don't know. I am now, and I I guess I guess I just gotta I just gotta make it count, right? That's all you can do, honey. That's what matters, even if it's uh even if it's scary, I still gotta do what I gotta do. In the end, that's all we can do, sweetie. I think I pick up my boxing gloves again and I say, I got another round in me, let's go. Try, try my best. It did happen just now, but I am also <laughs> I, d- I don't remember things. <clears throat> uh, well, we we found the people we were looking for. Uh, Amanda and Harvey are at this the village. I believe it's called Seti. Yep. Right. Yeah. Uh, the Seti village, and we had a chat. With them, they seem to be caught in some sort of different... Or perhaps the village. Village Seti is is in a different sort of time thing where time goes differently than outside of the village. Uh, This seems to be caused by some um, monster. Uh, Harvey seems to think it is probably Hagrig Rionis that is causing this disruption. While we were... Figuring all of this out, uh, some villagers stole some water from the river, which was uh, strictly forbidden. Uh, we we couldn't do anything with that river, and you know, there's lots of lots of rules there. But uh, getting the water out when it wasn't time to get the water out was strictly forbidden, and uh, seems to have maddened this Hagrigrionis. Even though Millie was extremely willing to kill birds in order to stop it, it didn't seem to <laughs> slow it down. So R.I.P. those birds. 
precious babies that Millie destroyed. Lord, uh, they're not your birds. I would anyway, never touch your birds. it looks like bird. I appreciate that, murderer. Uh, I, <laughs> I haven't moved on to humans yet. <laughs> I had a couple uh, of teenagers that you could... Uh, <laughs> Let's rap about me mm. killing you, kids. I've never heard Greg laugh like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, uh, that it, it appears that we may be uh, at the point of no return as far as this Hagrig is is concerned. So, I'm still thinking we could run away, but uh, we'll see how that goes. Millie, you are at the river when this giant bubble begins to rise up out of the water and you recognize this the, the look and the smell of the slime that's been hounding you for the last uh, few days. And there's a mysterious shape in it that conjures up visions of your dreams, your the bad dreams that you've had during this trip. What do you do? Would they have allowed me to bring my rifle? Like I was carrying it around. I don't think that there is a person on this planet that could keep you from having your rifle. Uh, I, <laughs> yes, but if they were adamant, I would think about not bringing it. All right. No, they didn't All care right. about that. I will pull my rifle, take, an, take aim and shoot. No way I'm not shooting that thing coming out of there. <laughs> okay. Uh so you're gonna shoot the bubble. Yep. Make a roll, make a let me look uh, at your stats. Thirty-four, my firearm for rifle shotgun is fifty-eight. So not a great success, but a success. Okay. Um, so you take aim at this giant bubble. Um, and it is definitely a hit and roll your dice and you get, um, the dice for your weapon and a bonus die because it is so large and you get another bonus die because you are so close to it. Uh, what are the bonus die? Just more sixes? Yeah. More D6. Yeah. So I would roll three D6 plus one. Mm-hmm. 13. That's a roll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice and above average. <laughs> okay. So you shoot it um, and it bursts the bubble open. Luckily, none of the slime seems to have really come out onto the banks. It's just sort of, it just sort of bursts and flops into the water. But inside that bubble, is your statue. It is a giant version of your statue. Um, And it sort of stretches its wings on its back a little bit and sort of shakes itself off. And it roars into the sky. It makes a terrible, terrible roaring sound. Can I make a suggestion? Mm-hmm. With the weird time powers it has, does the river like stop? Like, like it like stops moving, but like the waves are in the like it is frozen in time. Yeah. So the the waters stop, 
and it it is bellowing into the sky. And Ravi um, sort of falls to his knees and is basically incoherently, like, praying, basically. He's kind of a blubbery mess. Doing the best he um, can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The rest of the villagers are just in a complete panic. Um, most of them have just run to their huts. Um, some of them seem like they're grabbing weapons. Some of them seem like they're just getting the fuck out. Um, but they're all in chaos right now. Vladwin mm-hmm. and Ada, what are you doing? Ada is, is talking to herself. She's sort of pacing back and forth, and she's like, okay, Ada, you got to make good choices. Got to make better choices. Do I run or do I fight it? I don't know. I don't know. And then uh, she reaches into her pocket. She takes out a coin. <laughs> she says, all right, heads, I take a head on, tails, I turn tail, and I run. So for our sake, okay. a one is going to be a head, and a two is going to be tails. <laughs> oh! <laughs> she flips a coin, lands on her palm, and it's heads. She says, "Oh, thank God, that would have been so boring." And she pulls out her <laughs> she pulls out her pistol, and she fire that she's been hiding on her hip this whole time, and she fires. Okay, tell me about how far away from the river you are right now. Oh, my range is three yards, so I'm not that close, I don't think. Um, that would be, Do I have to be within range for it to work? You have to be in range to hit it, but you don't have to be in range for that badass shit to happen. And you're just like, <laughs> boom, yeah. shoot it in the air and like run up to it or something. Yeah, because I, I don't think... I don't think she would be that close making that decision. Yeah. But I guess, <laughs> okay. I guess I run who... I had envisioned that you two were still near the hut, which is about 50 yards away. Yeah. Um, so, but if you want to tell me that you were somewhere else, I'll believe you. Maybe not within three yards, but. I think she fires that first shot and it's probably a complete miss. But then I'm like, you know, fiddling with my gun again as I run up very close to it and I fire again. Is that too okay, much Okay, tell to me say? how many bullets you have. What is the... You just have one in there, right? Yep. Okay. Now, I'm going to let you do that badass thing because it's fun and cool, and yeah. I want you to. Okay. So, <laughs> Do I just roll 1d100? Um, You roll your firearm skill. Okay. 50, which is over 40, my firearm skill. Oh. Okay. All right. So, you miss. The creature seems to have taken notice of the weird little small things that are standing by the river and it lifts one of its great paws that kind of have claws on the end of it and it takes a swipe at Millie and Ada. I want to like roll away from the river to try to dodge out of the way. Yeah. Whatever I can do to 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 dodge. Okay, so duck me, or hit um, the ground or. All right, um, so roll your dodge skill, and then we'll compare successes. Okay, my dodge skill is says half my dex. My dex is sixty, so I needed mm. to roll a thirty for a success, but I rolled a forty-seven, so I do not succeed. 
Okay. And then Millie, you didn't either, correct? No, but... 65. Yeah, I'm going to spend 28 luck to dodge. <gasps> okay. I guess smoke them if you got them for this fight. Yeah, yeah it's true. And how much luck do you have left, Millie? I don't see luck. That leaves me with 16. That's how much I started with. No, I started with <laughs> oh, 15, oh, even less. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Millie, you dodge. Ada, you take... Um... Oh no! <laughs> uh, your girl oh. is dead. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, that is an eighteen I see in that roller, and I everybody's favorite New Yorker has eleven <laughs> HP. Are you serious? You're just fucking dead. Ooh, I don't know how oh, the game works. Oh my god! You also did roll max damage. I did. I did roll three sixes. So. Uh, I am sorry. So how does hit points work? Is 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 Ada fucking okay. for real dead? Or so um, Ada has taken a major wound. Um, that's that's putting it lightly. <laughs> uh, so let me let me check real quick. But I think. Uh... <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Oh no! Wounds, tracking damage. No one's does it for greatness, you idiots for listening. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. We have been telling everybody the whole time. Nah, man, you did. Ada died. <gasps> Ada what? died. Okay. Yeah. okay. Okay. So here's. I just watched Ada die. Okay, let's let's act this out then. We have to do this, yeah. Yeah. So I think what happens, I think let I think I'm just gonna re-narrate everything she did. So Oh no. Hmm. What's the best way to do this? I think Yeah, 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 yeah. This is the way it happens. So she runs in, she does the whole show, and I think like Blodwin's probably saw her do the whole show of like flipping a coin to decide. You know. She made sure everyone saw it when she made the decision like that. She fires uh -huh. off the shot. She runs in. She fires again. The bullet goes whizzing off. And I think in the dot in the failed dodge, she probably like pushes someone else out of the way who would have gotten axed. Aww. But in doing so, she gets clawed herself. Maybe and that was Millie's luck. Yeah. So the creature, Millie, da like just expertly steps to the side. Ada pushes someone out of the way. The creature's hand or paw comes down and just sweeps her into the water and she's gone. And what you see is the coin is, is sort of wash is falling in the water and you see it sort of flipping in the river. The camera follows it. And you see that it's a double-sided heads coin. Oh. Oh, Ada. As oh, I am honey. dead, floating away in the river. Oh. All right, I'm going to go make myself a sandwich. <laughs> okay. Blodwin, it's your turn. Oh, no. I don't know how to do this because Blodwin is clearly very devastated. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to. Like, 
What does Blondwyn do? Ada just fell into the water. Would he know that she's gone? Yeah, he watched her run up to the thing. I mean, y'all are standing beside each other talking. I mean, like, gone, like, dead? Does he know that she's for sure dead? Or... Do a spot hidden. Nope. That's a 61. My spot hidden is 25. Um, Blodwin has convinced himself that maybe she just fell into the water. Maybe she's just swimming. Maybe, maybe it just knocked her in. It's, it's, it's oh, I can't, oh no. Okay, so is he, his turn is kind of to not do, that's, uh, it's okay. I mean, it's your character. Yeah, I... Oh, man. Hold on. I've I've really got to think about this. I'm sorry, everybody. No, it's fine. So, Millie, I mean, you were standing right there, too. What's your reaction? We can skip to that. I don't think there's any way she doesn't know. Yeah, no, she's right there. Yeah. um, She can see the blood in the water. Yeah, and that's just cemented that this, this has to end. Her powers of denial... Are very strong, <laughs> uh, and she, strong. she's not like this. Isn't the time for her to to grieve or to deal with what just happened? It's her. It's time to save as many people as possible. Um, is the is the fifth black bird nearby? Nah, man, that thing ran off. Okay, y'all dropped it. It's. Ravi fell to pieces and it's gone. Is Blodwin just standing well, there? Hold on. I okay, so I, I have worked out what I think he would do. Okay. Immediately he screams psychically for Haluz to see if Haluz is there. Um oh, let me see. We did a roll for that. Um No. Haluz is gone. Oh. Sorry. So he sort of loses hope about that, but he knows that there's danger, and he just, like, he's, Bloodwind's crying genuinely, and he wants to run away desperately, but he just saw one of his friends die, and his other friend is right next to the thing that killed (laughs) Ada. So he does his hand motions to send Yucatan and Cornelius into the battle. Okay. Um, Yucatan and Cornelius are very agitated. And they have been since the um, creature came out of the water. And the second you open their cages, they are like lightning. Like you don't even, <laughs> one second they're in the cages, the next second they are attacking this thing. Um, and I'm going to let you roll for both of them. Okay. Okay, so this is Yucatan. Ooh, that's good. Uh, my falconry is 48, and that was a 34 for Yucatan. Okay. I don't know if I roll my own falconry or the... Yeah. Uh, no, roll your falconry. This is you commanding them to do something. Okay. All right, so yeah, that that's it. Um, okay, so they, so they hit, so then roll their damage. Well, that was that was Yucatan, I guess. Nah, they're guess. they're a unit. Oh, they're a unit. Okay. Well, that's six damage. Do I get any additional modifiers, or is that it? 
Um, they both do that. They both do that. So I actually yeah. get four D6 total? Yeah. All right. So Yucatan did six and Cornelius did nine. Nice. Okay. Oh, wait. Actually, I'm sorry. That So uh, the villagers that were had run off to get weapons. Um, yeah. So a, a whole group of them have come back. They've made it back to the water now. They've got some weapons and um, they've got some spears and um, some bows and arrows and things like that. There's a there's a handful of them that have come to stand with you and fight. And as Ravi sees his his people coming back to the river, he stands up and sort of gains his composure and he carries throwing knives, in fact. And so um, he says, everyone attack. And he throws his knives. People are throwing spears. Like everyone is going at this thing. And they're going to do, I'm going to do it on here. So there's, um, there's eight of them. And they do some damage. Well, they didn't roll an 18. Jeez. No, they didn't. All right. So they do that, and this thing is roaring. It is so angry, and it is shaking and flapping its wings, and it looks like it's about to take off into the sky, and it's Millie's turn. Like, take off and... It looks like it's it's about to fly. That It just looks to you like how a bird looks right before it flaps its wings and goes. So it's doing that, like, lowering its shoulders kind of deal? Yeah, yeah. Can I move and take aim at one of its wings? Is that something I can do? Um, you can. Your your weapon, you're just so much smaller than this creature. It this yeah. thing is as large as it's the size of a small well, it's the size of a large house. Whoa. It, it's huge. I mean, it takes up the entire bank to bank of the river. Um it's 20 feet tall. Okay. You can certainly aim for a wing and we'll see what happens, but you don't. But I'm saying like, like if I, if I take this turn to move back to towards where Walter is, because I want to at least holler at him to do something. Mm -hmm. Am I also able to take aim to get bonus the next time? Oh yeah. Yeah. You can do that. All right. That's what I want to do. So I want to kind of run back and just scream for Walter and Amanda to do whatever they think they can do. Okay. They're in the background. Harvey looks like he is. Um, or Harvey. I, why do I think his name is Walter? Harvey Walters is his name. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. why. <laughs> um, he looks like he's preparing a spell is All the right. best way you can describe what he's doing. Yeah. I'm still going back to sort of cover them then a little bit. Yeah. Yell. I'll still yell, whatever you're going to do, do it fast. And then I will kneel down and take aim. Okay. It launches itself into the sky and it goes up 50 feet. And then it hurdles back down to the ground, aiming at the cluster of villagers that are uh, standing by the river. And it just rams into them. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. So 
So two of the villagers, one is knocked into the river and it it definitely looks like that villager is dead and is floating down the river. The other one has fallen to the ground and is badly injured. And it's back to Bloodwind. Uh, the, I mean, this is clearly the worst day of Bloodwind's life. Uh, he's just like, I mean, he can't stop. Aman- he's so Amanda weeping. screams at Bloodwind. She says, we just need a little more time. You have to hold it off. We just need a little bit more. We can, we can do this. Uh, so he hears that. He looks at Millie, who I think Millie would give him like a reassuring glance, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. And with that, he's like, I'm, his... I like, I'm in front of the group, like, you know, in that I've, I am here to protect stance, like that sort of laser focus that you've probably seen a couple of times before, but like, she doesn't have, like, you can tell she doesn't have time to sort of spare. She is just full weight in protection and this threat mode. Okay. So he steals all of his courage and he, Whistles. I don't know if this is going to just pop everything, but he's just like. <laughs> but that is a command to Yucatan and Cornelius to disable something. Um, so for something that was in the air, it, they're attacking specifically to make it so that that thing can't fly anymore. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Yucatan and Cornelius rolled a two. Okay. Um, <laughs> so Yucatan and Cornelius haven't had much play during this season, but they've, they've been around <laughs> and, uh, they, they hear things. They're smart birds. <laughs> they fucking love Data. Aww. They thought she was great and they're pissed as fuck. And they see how upset you are, and like you're crying Aww. and sad, and they're gonna wreck some shit. <laughs> so, they together, they fly up high into the sky, doing this like they're weaving in and out with each other in like spirals. Just like I taught them. <laughs> and they go after this thing, and you do max damage. So, wait, 4d6 would be 24 damage. Yeah. They rip out eyeballs. This thing has 12 eyeballs. Oh, God. They are ripping them out. The creature is screaming. And it... Good boys. (laughs) It dives down into the water. And at the very last second, Yucatan and Cornelius pull away. And fly over to you. Like coated in blood or whatever. Oh yeah, they're gross. <laughs> Bubba doesn't care. He's just like, good <laughs> boys, good boys. You are such good boys. <laughs> and so the creature dives into the water and comes back out and sort of shakes itself off and turns towards the group of you and screams. And as it does, as it screams, it's sort of that slimy spittle is sort of flying out of its mouth. And it's, yeah, it's, it's horrifying. And you all kind of 
take a step back because you don't want that to touch you. <laughs> and it's Millie. Calm as best I can, and I am just going to fire. Okay. So what did my aim give me? You get another die. You take the better of the two rolls, I think is what it is. All right. Uh, then I'll take the 23, which is below. So I have 58, and then my second one is 29. So it's a good good success or whatever. Yeah. And then you okay. roll your damage. And am I... Am I getting any bonuses other than the 1d6? So you are still at, uh, you still get a bonus die because it's a large creature. Okay. And you get another bonus die because you're so close to it. Okay. And then you're firing does, basically point blank. Does the good hit do anything else or? Um, no, that part, that part only matters if it was trying to dodge. Oh, but okay. It, it's too big to dodge. So 10. 10 okay. damage. All right. Uh, uh, um, uh. <laughs> <laughs> this, the creature is bleeding everywhere. All of its eyes have been ripped up or torn out. It, it's making these like keening kind of sounds. And as soon as Millie hits it, Amanda says, everyone step back. And Harvey yeah. stands up and he's chanting this strange language that none of you have ever heard. And as he's chanting and doing these like kind of hand motions, he's walking towards the water. And suddenly you realize that he's sort of glowing. Mm. There's just this light all around him. And as he gets closer to the creature, he holds out his hands and all of that light is channeled through his arms, out of his hands and towards the creature. And he envelops it in this light. And as soon as the light touches the creature, you can see bits of it starting to crack apart like the light is breaking it. And it just sort of crumbles into the water. <laughs> and Harvey falls to his knees, exhausted. I, I run to where Ada was, or Ada is. She, she, there is no Ada. Yeah. I mean, when you run past, Millie sees where you're going uh, and runs and then just grabs your shoulder. And just turns you around. What? What if? But we will. She's gone. He's just he's just crying more than he was. I know. As you turn back to Amanda and Harvey to sort of just, you know, what like what is what? <laughs> Everyone's just kind of like, what is hap? What is this? You realize that Harvey is dead. His final act was to banish the creature. Oh. And Amanda is much like Blodwin. She's just holding him and sobbing. And his um, his partner, which you actually haven't seen up to this point, he's been sort of tucked away, out of the way. Uh, but Finn was his partner, and he runs up 
and joins Amanda. And about this time is when Shanti and Samati have, they had, they were back at camp and it took them a long time to figure out that something was happening. I mean, this all happened super quick. Yeah, pretty fast. Yeah. They heard the commotion. They came running and they, they come upon this scene of chaos and turmoil. And um, they they come to Millie and Blodwin, and they just sort of put their hands on their shoulders, and everyone's just sort of standing there. And the camera fades to black. Mm. And then we come back in, because we're not actually going to end it there. <laughs> it's actually about a week later. Well, it seems like a week a week later. You and we can we can role play what y'all say to the people at the village or we can just sort of move on. I I don't think Bloodwin has anything to say to these people. <laughs> he just he just wants to leave. I kind of feel like yeah, like it's just sort of a I think the only thing that Millie would do is check in with the chief about and including Amanda, if she's willing, mm-hmm. on on verifying this is over or what has to happen to make sure this doesn't happen again. Um, so I think what Ravi is going to do, he says, I think this is over, but I don't know. I'm going to send my people into the city. We're going to, well, they are going to start a new life in the city where it is safer. And I think I will stay here. And I will make sure that no one comes to this place. And that nothing comes out of this place. And basically, he sends everyone away and he lives out the rest of his life. In in the remains of the village, just making sure that nothing like this ever happens again, or that that thing is not going to come back. Yeah, uh, and then Millie wants to find the three teenagers. Of course, she does. <laughs> Approaches them <laughs> and just uh, pulls them aside. Now then, each of you know what happened. There's no looking back. There's no changing what you did. But an important person in the world died because of your actions. And how whatever you do for the rest of your lives, I want you to hold Ada's names in your hearts and make better choices. And then she leaves. Okay. Mm. So, Amanda comes with you and Shanti and Samati and the 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 travel back to the vill- or to the city is um quiet. There's not a lot of there's not there's not much to say. You make it back to the city. Would I ever be in contact with Luz again on this vil- voyage? Um uh let me let me do some calculations here. <laughs> mm. When you get back to the city it's actually been a month. Oh. Whatever weird thing was happening 
in the village, Amanda says that she thinks the final spell that Harvey used to drive it away probably accelerated time faster than what it had been being accelerated. You, She thinks that whatever that time anomaly was, was probably just in the village and not anywhere else. So you don't think this is going to continue happening or anything like that. But because it's been so long, Hulus is too far away. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I have like post-credit scenes. To yeah, do. yeah, that's what yeah. we're gonna do now. Is okay. you you make it back to England, and what are you what are you all gonna do? Uh, there's a scene. Uh, Bloodwin comes up to a house. He's looking at a note, and he knocks on the door, and somebody answers. He's like, <gasps> "Yes, hello. Is this? You don't know me, but we have a mutual friend in Bridget Pretty, <laughs> and." I'm very sad to say, but she passed away very tragically oh, recently. No. <laughs> but one of her final wishes was for you to know that she loved you more than anything else in the world. <laughs> so many significant others from so many aliases. <laughs> Bridget Pretty, Sienna the Scourge Malone. <laughs> Of course, Ada burns herself. And Bloodwin is crying <laughs> as he says this. And then we see another scene. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> uh, so once you're done and you leave, Millie is waiting for you. Mm -hmm. Well, I got the list too. So are we partners in this? Well, of course. We're partners we've, in everything as far as I'm concerned from here on out. Ms. We've Lawson. got a lot we've got a lot to cover and a lot of places to see, and if anything has taught me whatever Ada got into, those people are generally not nice. So let's I let's, I, let's do this. We have both taken on much more than whatever that can throw at us. Oh my god, are you going to find Agnes? Of course. Aww. Of course. I do think Bloodwin tracks down Halu's, like, or just he's on, he's on a constant mission to just, or maybe that's just in the back of his head, like all the time he's just calling out psychically, but I don't know that he ever finds Halu's again. Um, let's find out. <laughs> Above 50, he finds him. Below 50... He does not. Or 50 and below, he does not. Oh. Oh. Okay. I What? Okay. Above 50. Yeah. So, you find all the people on Ada's list. And <laughs> you take a vacation. It's just you. And you decide one day... Oh, this is great. <laughs> you come across a man who is selling his boat. And it's just a one-person boat. It's seaworthy, but it's made so that you can do solo ocean journeys. Mm -hmm. And just sort of 
spur of the moment. He sells it, you buy it, and you go south. And the whole way, you're calling for Luz. And you get around South America, and suddenly you hear, My friend! Luz! I... I didn't think I would ever find you again. Well, I must say this is very unexpected. How how have you been? Well, I'm fine. What what came of your of your calling? Well, I got to the south. Well, I honestly I didn't really even make it all the way. I'd gotten, I don't know, about a few thousand miles, I guess, and uh, suddenly the calling stopped. So I've just been sort of swimming around. I wasn't quite ready to go back to sleep yet. <laughs> well, I'm I'm glad I was able to find you again. This is this is phenomenal. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, I think we're going to fade out of that with, um, the two of them just talking and being friends before Haluz decides to go back to sleep. Oh, anybody else have anything? Um, I think Millie generally starts searching for mysteries and strange doings throughout every like everywhere they go she's just willing to take on that job and and monster hunt her heart out i feel like she probably runs into uh captain marsh yeah well i think like and one of them runs into marsh again and then uh wants to foster that relationship also to to say let's go around the world you never have to go home and i'm don't want to ever go home again if I don't have to. Let's let's tour the world and 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 make it safer. Is her general attitude? Cool. Well, that's sweet. The mafia falls apart. Oh uh, yeah, I mean it's the, over without its spirit. It's, without it's, Ada, its strongest member, Al Capone finally gets arrested <laughs> and put in jail. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> And that's the end. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at VREcast or check out our website at VRE.show. Follow Nyarlathotep at Yosef Bridge. Blodwin at Logan Jinklins. Logan Jenkins. Jinklins. <laughs> Jinklins, Shaggy. <laughs> What's at the old mill? <laughs> Blodwin at Logan Jenkins. Ada at the Travis W. And Millie at White Wing. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend about the show. Those are the best ways to help us out. One member of the Inner Sanctum, Cool Gabe, says... It's amazing the kinds of characters and stories these random things cause. What a great roleplay podcast. Thanks. All right, so Yucatan did six. 
and Cornelius did nine. Nice. Okay. They did a good job. Well, mm. they also got six and nine. I know. They so. did a good job. They did a good <laughs> job. <laughs> like sexually. <laughs> <laughs> okay. R.I.P. Ada. <laughs> <laughs> FYI. (laughs) Also, I died in this episode. (laughs) Hashtag RIP.